hello and good morning. You're listening to the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Did you have a good Halloween? We did have a good Halloween. We had quite a few kids that came to the door. And yeah. I love to give them a lot of candy. And when this cute little six-year-old looked at me and said, you're very generous. <laughs> and I just like, oh, my goodness. It was just so sweet. There was a lot of purple hair. What's the character? What were all the little girls this year? Oh, what, Ma- Mal? Mal. 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 From, from what? It- um, descendants. That's what it was. Descendants. A lot of descendants. My yes. Yes. She, yeah. That's that uh, was the hot one. A number of unicorns. Did you? Yes, we well, did. It's always nice to see a yeah. unicorn. Yeah, we did. We well, had I bet your Halloween wasn't quite as wild and crazy as Heidi Klum's. Oh, I'm still traumatized. I am from too. seeing her did pictures. Did you not get scared looking at oh her? Oh my god! It was it was like hard to look at. I what guess was she thinking? She was a bionic. Alien. Yeah. That's what she was. I mean, this costume was unbelievable. I can't even imagine what it oh, must it have took cost. took hours and hours I mean, who to did do that for her? Well, it was like her organs were on the outside of her body. Yeah. And she had like tubes coming out of her nipples. Right. It looked like she was and wearing nothing. Yeah, but she was. It was a whole latex suit. The interesting thing is she put this on in a window on 34th Street at the Amazon bookstore. She was in the window front all day on Thursday so people could watch this Wow, I wonder what she got paid for that. Oh, you think she did? Yeah, she Oh, did. please. Yeah, I mean, I everybody suppose. knows that she... I mean, I believe that he, I believe that it all stems from a place of Heidi Klum loving Halloween. I know this yeah. has always been her thing. She's always thrown a big party, but this... I, yeah. I, I didn't no, like the, it. This was makeup like and prosthetics, and it was just... Icky looking. I yeah. mean, it was not. I mean, you didn't even know it was her in right. any shape, manner, or form. But um, her husband said, basically, we're in outer space looking for new planets for humans to live on because we have already destroyed ours. So he was an injured astronaut and had blood wow. coming out of a broken so it was helmet. Political too. Yeah, the whole thing was just. I guess the party was great, but yeah. I mean, it was frightening. Yeah, I don't know how she tops that one. Um, I don't either. Well, uh, there are a bunch of, I mean, of course, all I, I, I truly feel, I mean, I know this is so bad to save. I mean, I saw so many amazing pictures. I also saw a lot of astronauts. I saw a lot of families dressed up, you know, in one costume. Yeah. Um, I saw, uh, like matching costumes. Sarah, oh my one. gosh. Okay. Sarah Blakely from, you know, the founder of Spanx, right. who we've talked about, who's fun to follow on Instagram and has like 47 children. Oh, um, she, they all dressed no wonder as, she needs Spanx. Truly, <laughs> truly. They dressed as the Ghostbusters, the whole family. Oh. They rented a van or they had a van. I I don't know maybe it's theirs they decked it out on the side with like the ghostbusters logo they posted this instagram video where the the truck pulls up and the door opens and then they all get out oh my all, gosh. i mean it, it was kind of funny but i'm like i truly feel like everybody is doing this for the instagram well i think so i mean what, i mean you know, i bet I'm, some of them aren't even going anywhere they're just putting on the costume yeah, for the instagram and all the television shows now everybody gets into it i mean it used to be just the today show yeah but i mean everybody is in costume and you just were there any good ones that you saw? Yeah, well, they did, um, on the Today Show, they were doing all kind of like the music from the 50s and all, and uh, Savannah Guthrie and Carson Daly yeah. were um, from Greece. You know, they were, they did the whole song and dance, Olivia Newton-John and 
Hoda, Hoda was dressed as John Travolta from um, Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Except she looked a little bit more like Eddie Munster. It didn't come off really well. She said it herself. Oh. And yeah, um, so they, they were cute. Well, I, mean, I wonder with, I mean, don't, I guess I would think that they must have like stylists who oh, do that for them. They They're not doing that themselves. So it no, wasn't Hoda who made the mistake. Are. No, it was a stylist. I, yeah, it's the way. But The View did a very clever thing. It was called The Viewing instead of The Shining. Oh, and they were cute. all dressed as Stephen King characters. Oh, that's cute. I mean, Whoopi was a cat, but I mean, unbelievable makeup and outfit and all that. So, yeah. And so there were some cute ones. I still, I taped Kelly and Ryan because they do like a major thing of seven million different costume uh-huh. changes. But I, I love how you still yet. say you tape shows. Oh. As if there's tape. I DVR'd it. <laughs> I recorded it. Yeah, I know. We'll always say it. Okay. It's like having yeah, a, there's yeah. certain things you just say. It's just like Macy's is Dayton's, right? Well, I mean, I don't really slip and say that. Don't you? Oh, I do. I do. um, But I wonder how long people will be talking about Barney's. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's finally official. Sad ending. It is, and it's really official because it has been sold to authentic brands. And what I think is really hard is that they're going to license their name. To Saks Fifth Avenue, which was a competitor, uh, a, competitor. a competitor or a competing retailer, whichever way you want to say it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that kind of just ruins everything. And most of the stores are either closed or will be closing. 2,000 employees will be laid off in yeah. all of this. Well, it reminds me a little bit of um, of what happened with Henry Bendel. Yes, yeah, and that, and that was just what a year slide ago? to the end. Well, no, but I mean, you know, Henry Bendel at one point, I mean, was really you know uh, something special. Oh, absolutely, in New York and right. in Chicago, yep. and then when, I mean, that was a different evolution. It took longer because then it was you know owned by Limited, you know, by yes. the same company that owned Limited. Yeah, and when they did all the mall stores, it was like it was the name Henry oh, Bendel, yeah, but, but it was. It wasn't like oh, Henry goodness, Bendel no. was in New York Nothing and like in it. Chicago. Nothing like and it. And so well, this is kind of... You know, of... one of the things that I was reading one article, and I this is what really also makes it even harder. It said, it's been speculated that the liquidation of merchandise in the remaining stores could begin immediately. It's a concern not only for the many dedicated fans of the Barney's brand, but for retailers across the luxury sector as an influx of reduced-price designer goods just as the holiday shopping season begins could have serious impacts on many retailers' bottom lines. Yeah. So, you know, it has the potential for really kind of a disaster within that segment of the retail world as well. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's a it's, sad day. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, and it's a really interesting, um, it, it is, it's an interesting time for, for fashion and for retail. Another kind of shocking announcement yesterday was Zach Posen. I know. Shutting down. That, uh, you I just mean, interviewed him, what, a year? Is it a year ago or is uh, it longer than that? It's probably closer to two years is ago. It? it was when I did it for Delta Sky Magazine, which, of course, is uh, produced by MSP Communications, right. Minneapolis-St. Paul and Twin Cities business owner as well. Um, and when the new uniforms for Delta were launched... Right. I went to New York and I interviewed him. And um, yeah, I mean, Zach has been very... 
forward thinking and innovative as far as like doing collaborations and partnerships beyond designer fashion. But I mean, he has struggled for years. And I mean, if this is, you know, he had to um, regroup one time earlier in his career. But I think it's just like this, this huge disconnect that exists in the industry between the people who are really doing the, you know, couture runway fashion and what consumers are actually buying and people just aren't buying that kind of luxury fashion Uh, um, vogue said i didn't realize he's been designing 14 collections a year for his signature line and Mm -hmm. his lower price zach zach posen collection and brooks brothers and he was creative director there so you know he's got all these other partnerships they mentioned delta airlines and ge and some of the others and you know he says he'll just have to regroup and see you know what he's going to do next yeah but i mean they you know i saw a picture just at a recent gala with sarah jessica parker in that beautiful fuchsia dress that Mm -hmm. we had talked about and i mean he's really become a big name but Oh yeah, that I mean, doesn't. I, I I mean, it. and it'll be interesting, uh, you know, to 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 look and compare, and you know, should he have gone more the route of of Michael Kors and licensed his name to more you know products and Tommy Hilfiger, and I mean, like, what what is the difference, and was he too much of a purist, or you yeah. know, I mean, I think he's super talented. He's also super charming. We had a lot of fun when we were together right? in New York. Um, well, he's hasn't he been on Project Runway now too as a judge. Oh, yeah, for yeah. several seasons. Yeah. He's also really interested in garden. He has um, organic gardens, and um, he his whole Instagram is all food related. Really, oh, right? much more food than fashion. I think he'll be fine, you yeah. know, whether he is designing for another line or whether he does something that's more mass, uh, which would be great. But but the question of kind of you know what happens to that upper echelon of fashion i think yeah. is a real um real head scratcher right it now it's sad. um all right there are more bankruptcies and transitions yeah, to discuss boy. but Bummers. we when we get back we're going to check in the minnesota christmas market is kicking off today that's right it's november time to switch on the holiday shopping mode and so we're <laughs> going to check in with um with the organizer of that right after this don't go away you're listening to shop girls Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. And boy, November hits, and it's all about the holiday shopping. That's right. It's time already. Minnesota Christmas Market is doing their first weekend. It's going on literally right now. And we were so lucky that Mitch Reem managed to find a corner to talk to us and fill us in on how it's going. Hi, Mitch. Hi, Allie. How's it going? It's great. How's it going for you? Where are you today? It, it's good. Uh, I mean, right now I'm hiding by an elevator. So that I, can <laughs> see I am down. I am down at the Union Depot for our first Minnesota Christmas market of the season. Okay, great. And tell us about it. What's what's happening? And should people head over to the depot in St. Paul right now? Yeah. So the Minnesota Christmas market. We started it. This is our fourth year doing it. And it's an annual holiday pop-up with a charitable twist where 7% of everything that the customers spend goes to a Minnesota charity that's fighting for kids. And so this year, our partner in that is an organization called The Real Hope Project, which is a charity that is making 
they make videos of kids in Minnesota that are waiting to be adopted to help them find families. Oh, wow. Um, oh, that's great. That's yeah, fantastic. So, and so you so do it, you do the market in, in three different locations, right? This is our first year doing three. Yeah, it's been growing so much. Last year we had 8,000 guests come out and join us at one venue. So this year we decided to bring it to St. Paul, where we are today. And then next week we'll be in Brainerd at the NP event space. Oh. And on the 17th we will be at uh, the Nicollet Island, Island Pavilion. Pavilion. <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, that's very fun, and it gives people more chances to shop. So tell people a little bit about what they're in store for if they come out today to St. Paul. Yeah, so if they come out today, we're here between 10 and 5, um, and we have about 50 different local brands and makers popping up, selling everything from drinkware like Northern Glasses to canoe paddles from Sanborn Canoe to Hagen & Oates, every. Uh, uh, every every category you can think of, we've got a local maker here selling it. And there's music and food and drink, um, and all of that. It's just one dollar at the door, and you're in. So oh, so okay, a, you don't have to get time. tickets in advance or anything. You just show up and give them a dollar, and you're in. Exactly, no tickets in advance needed. Just show on up. Okay, Mitch, are you the one who started um, the Minnesota Christmas Market? Yes, me and my co-founder, Becky. Fight for Something is my company, and Storm Sister Spotique oh, is hers. right, of course. together. Of course. Oh, yeah. Becky's been at this for, yeah, for a she long knows what time. She's doing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and, and it's grown every year. Yep, we've seen it. It's doubled every year. So the first year, we had 2,000 come out. The second year, we had four. Last year, we had eight. And we're hoping to see in the neighborhood of 20,000 between our three venues this year so we'll see we'll see how that goes do you have some vendors that are new this year that are you know that you haven't had before yeah yeah we've got so some of the markets will have all we'll have a vendor that's done all three and some of them we're bringing in new ones and so we're always kind of flipping it up and trying to bring some new ones in some that are familiar that we know people love so it's a great way to just come learn about new brands um, we've got really early starting ones, and we've got some pretty established ones. Very cool. Mitch, what does Fight for Something, your your company, what does Fight for Something do the rest of the year when you're not doing Christmas markets? That is a great question. We build brands to fight for things that matter. And so this brand uh, obviously is fighting for kids. We also own a brand called Northern Glasses that fights for clean water. Um, we've got one called the Minnesota Mall that fights for Minnesota Charities. And then we just launched a fourth brand called Custom and Kind um, that fights for kindness. And they're all different retail concepts that have some sort of social give back to them. Sure. And I've seen Northern Glasses at um, lots of other pop-ups as well. Do you find yeah. these days that, I mean, is it is it harder to start a brand that also has a mission? Is it, I, I mean, what, what advice would you give to other makers out there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, one thing I love about doing kind of social re retail today is that customers can sense who means it and who's being gimmicky. Um, I think we're seeing a lot of, a lot of brands just maybe do like a short commitment to some, some cause or some, but I think the ones that people are really resonating with are when someone who really deep down believes in something and is fighting for something develops a brand out of that commitment and out of that passion yep. versus 
um, just tacking something on to to try to jar up a few right extra to just sales. get on the bandwagon. Yeah, right. And so people are looking for for people who are genuinely fighting for something, and and people want passionate people to to lead them and show them a way to get involved. And so those brands, I mean, it's fun seeing seeing that catch on so so strongly. Well, it's fun. It's a good cause. And on top of it, to think about getting shopping done this early in the season so you can just, like, kick back and enjoy it sounds amazing. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Um, well, it's the Minnesota Christmas Market, and it's going on today at Union Depot in St. Paul. Go check it out. They're on Facebook. Um, you can also go to Mitch's website, which is fightforsomething.com, and learn more about his brands that he was mentioning, as well as the market. They'll be up in Brain and then they'll be back in Minneapolis so you'll have more chances to to catch the Christmas market as they spread their wings this year. Congrats yeah. Mitch on on everything. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the support. It's oh. it's so fun just hearing people who care about it. So Okay, well you can you can get out of your hiding spot by the elevator now <laughs> and go have a great day. You can day. go up or down. Uh, all right, I'll <laughs> okay. go up and go do my thing now. <laughs> okay, well Thank thanks you. for checking in. Hey, if you guys are out and about today, there are a lot of events. Tell us where you are. We always like on the spot reports. Our number is 65 uh 654 <laughs> What what is our number? 651641 <laughs> 1071. There it is. I don't know why I was hesitating. Uh, I've only been saying that number for more years than I've been saying my home phone number. Um, but I, Art Attack is going on oh, today. Right. Northrop King. I believe so. Yeah. yeah. We'll get you more details and more highlights there. Um, Northrop King is a great um, kind of home base for that. But things going on all over in Northeast for Art Attack. Lots of special events. Lots of pop-ups and open studios. Really fun. What I was shocked is I went to Target on um, the day before Halloween Mm -hmm. thinking, oh, I really would like another Halloween t-shirt. I'm tired of the one I wear every year. Okay. So I walk in and it's Christmas. Oh, it is Christmas. (laughs) Forget Halloween. It hadn't happened yet. Yeah. But it didn't matter because there was nothing. They are so on Back in their Halloween department, there were still, you know, some candy and, you know, a few costumes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But also, they've had that stuff out since, you know, uh, Labor Day. Yeah, probably. That's what I mean. They skip right over Thanksgiving and we just, and forget that Halloween was the next day. We're just on to Christmas. there'll be some harvesty decor. Yeah, probably. Well, maybe. Some turkeys. Well, I don't know. There were lots of Christmas lights and all the rest. Wow. I saw, I saw a man walk by and he had a pumpkin shirt. And I said, where did you find that? He said, it was the last one. My girlfriend needs um, a shirt for tomorrow for her office. They said they're supposed to all wear Halloween shirts. Yeah. And it was the only one. It's a man size and it's probably too big, but it's all they've got. So that's it. So that was it. He got the last one in the store. Wow. So, and you didn't want to like fight him for it? Oh, Did you try I to make just, a grab? You know what? I didn't. Yeah. He, he seemed bigger than me and oh. I just didn't think I should do it. So I went Probably last for year's the best. Shirt. Yes. Well, um, if it's holiday shopping season, that means it's also coat shopping season. When we get back, we'll fill you in on the parka that could change everything. And there's more beyond that. That's next on Shop Girls.
I'm a three-point shooter too, Miley. All yeah, the way. Getcha. Well, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. You know, the news is gonna come fast and furious this time of year. It's like a great time to uh to talk shop because there's just so many rollouts and announcements and markets and, yep. and things going on. So one that has been anticipated for quite a long time is the rollout of the Asco Finlayson parka. Right. The parka. The climate positive parka. Right. And so part of of this, so if you're familiar with Esco Finlayson, it's the store in the North Loop started by the Dayton brothers, Eric and Andrew Dayton, connected to Bachelor Farmer and Bachelor Farmer Cafe. And they made the kind of surprising decision earlier this year to close, yeah. to, to literally close completely and say, we're going to refocus. And nobody knew exactly what that was going to mean. They they just said they're, they were going to, what they said at the time was they were going to stop carrying third-party brands. They were no longer going right. to carry the Patagonias and other you know brands of the world that made out this men's store. It was just going to be their own brand. And they had been doing pants and, of course, the whole North... Uh, collection which they're best known for but it was sort of like really wow okay so they were closed pretty much most of this year and then recently revealed that what they are focusing their energies on is one perfect parka yep and that's it and women and that's it yeah and so really the thing is you know i've been talking to eric dayton about this as it's as it's been coming along and Asco Finlayson, as we in the Twin Cities knew it, is done. It's not reopening. This is not the reopening of the store Asco Finlayson. This is the next chapter for the brand, and it is becoming a parka company. It's becoming an outerwear company. They will have the hats. They're going to still do the North hats. There was something else. They're going to still do a small smattering of North apparel. I mean, they'd be crazy not to. It's their, you know, best selling item. Um, But but they wanted to focus. And of course, it makes sense. You know, the brand, their, their whole motto is keep the North cold. And they've become increasingly focused on the environment, on doing good. You know, last year they announced their 110% give back where they calculate their, um, their impact How much on the environment. They right. They, they pay their yep. own um, carbon tax, basically. Yep. They they calculate both transportation, materials used, all of that. So they sort of challenge themselves to come up with the most um, eco-friendly, sustainable parka they could. They're using a new material. It's the first time it's been used, made by 3M. That is entirely recyclable, recycled um uh, filler, like a polyester filler for the coat. Yep. Um, but what's but, interesting about this whole thing is, I mean, listen, first reaction is like, I, I mean, how can a whole, how can you just do a parka and how can you compete with Canada Goose and well, with Patagonia is a lot lower, that's and why. with North Face <laughs> and with all the other brands? And that's the thing. And so this I, is a category that hadn't been, Eric is using the model of, Warby Parker of um of you know of going direct to the consumer and disrupting a market as a retailer he'd been selling 
you know, Patagonia sure. and all these brands and knows how much all of those brands, especially Canada Goose, get marked up for retail. Ah, right. You know, what it really costs as a retailer, like you think about it. I mean, Canada Goose is a brand that was created to be sold at Nordstrom, you know? And so you know what Nordstrom has to pay for those coats. Right. And and then then they they jack it up up to over a thousand dollars. Right. And so he thought if we could cut out the middleman and we could just sell direct, we can make a coat that is... Right, that is yeah. of the, a similar quality, but at a lower price. So not cheap, but the Asco no. Finlayson parka is going to be four ninety five. Four ninety five, both for the men's and the women's, and they actually made Fast Company publication, this which was, I think yeah. is great. I mean, they they did a story on the six most innovative coats of twenty nineteen, and they were looking for you know technology and you know people who had created coats that would really be environmentally friendly and all of that. And so they did, they picked Askel Finlayson as one of those. What, what I else was on the list? Uh, Weren't there like the, six of them? Yes, there were six of them. They picked their they, six parkas of yeah, their, or they, six most innovative... There's one called, um, they weren't ones that I'd ever heard of, actually, uh, designed for adaptability, women's Rome... Coats. Um, is that a brand? Yeah. The, uh, Rome is the name of the brand. That's what it that. says. Okay. Um, I'll post a link to was, the Fast Company article. Uh, the I think you'd pronounce it Arthur, but it's A E no Ether A E T H E R Foster leather jacket. Okay. Um, there's one well, that cute. is called a free the future light free thinker jacket. Wow. Um, these weren't brands that I had ever heard of. Well, the, they did their homework. They yeah, they really find, do. Yeah, they, they do they, have a, actually. They but, do have a North Face one on there. Yeah, and, and they I, have a Canada Goose one too. But what I really like and that people should know about the Asco Finlayson one is it's it's designed for conditions where the temperature can reach thirty below zero, and we know that that can happen here, mm-hmm. but. You had mentioned about the recycled fabrics, but they've also done a few other things that made them pick this particular brand. Um, 90% is recyclable, 90% of the jacket. It also, they have, this is, is interesting, besides being windproof and water resistant, they have a pocket in the coat that allows you to block out your cell phone signal so you can quote unquote go into present mode that it's, is what it's the brand cute says. it's it, but at the same time i mean one could just turn off their phone also <laughs> oh you just spoiled <laughs> i'm it. sorry I, it is very cute i i it's very forward thinking it's fun that that they I did think that it is. they have a, a, a pocket that blocks your signal but, like it, but it is kind that. of like is that uh, something we need, or could we just turn off our phone? Oh, I wasn't. <laughs> you hadn't even, thought about that? Oh. Hadn't thought about turning it off? I wasn't thinking about You need a pocket that. that blocks the signal. Oh. I don't know. I guess maybe different. there could Never be reasons mind. why you don't want but, to turn it off, yeah. and you don't want to ha- the hassle of but, powering you know, up and down. I don't know. The other thing, along with what you were saying about you know their 
carbon footprint and all that. They're also writing grants to educational nonprofits that mm-hmm. that work to increase yeah, climate no, look, literacy. Look, Leeson is doing a lot of things for um, climate change and for you know raising money and and being a, a good corporate citizen. And this is, uh, I mean, and it's, it's a really, good looking jacket. Besides, yeah, I mean, I haven't tried it on yet. I can't wait to do it. It's um, if you go to their website right now and you sign up for email, you'll be able to access um, and order on the 6th. They, there were people who had signed up in advance already got access and they're already shipping them out. So um, I'm curious what people will think of it. I think the the business question is, you know, for this to work, for, for Asco Finlayson, the local store in the North Loop, to become Asco Finlayson, the national outerwear brand that can compete with the Patagonias and North Faces of the world and Canada Gooses of the world. I mean, that's or a geese. big that's a big leap, you know. And you so that they've got to, ultimate goal, but well, it is, of course. Yeah, I mean, they, but, they can't. It, it is not sustainable if it's only being bought locally. Right. I mean, that for this to work, they have got to be selling online direct. Yeah. You know, on a national level, and I so that's done the question. Their homework. That's the question. Can they do it? So I um, hope they can. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be very cool. So uh, one to watch for sure. And um, okay, so what what about Banana Republic and what they're doing? Kind of interesting, you know. It's funny. So Banana Republic launched a gender neutral. Yeah, I was surprised. Clothing line. I hadn't heard anything about this before. It's very, uh, very Gen Z to do this. Yeah, Um, but in looking at it, it just looks like. Banana Republic clothes. Like, I, I, you know, it's funny because they have pictures. We'll, we'll yeah. post a link to this, too. Elle did a, a story this week with a whole bunch of them, and obviously you can find it now um, in stores and on their website. Um, but, you 60 know... 60 different silhouettes ranging from extra, extra small to extra, extra large. So I understand the sizing is not done differently for men and women, but, I mean... You know, like, there's a skirt, and there's... Uh, when you see the pictures of the models... They're just it plain doesn't look clothes. like they're wearing the same things, though. I sort of expected they would do pictures where, like, both the the male model and the female model, or models who identify as male and female, yeah. were dressed in the same apparel. That oh, is not what these pictures no. are. They look pretty typical. Well, I mean, you know, my first reaction when I saw the clothes is they're just real plain things. If you like, you know, a plain um, crew neck sweater. Right. Or you like a basic t-shirt. It's an, I mean, it, there's a lot of clothes that men and women technically wear the same things if you, you know. Yeah. So it's their first, it's the first time Banana Republic has done, they're calling it a gender neutral collection. They are describing it as a curation of classic Banana Republic pieces yeah. for everyone to wear in the modern world. Oh, and okay. it's just kind of like standard. I think it's just a different marketing. It technique. is, you know, it's a very kind of boxy T-shirt. Yeah, it is a crew neck sweater. A, Sixty pieces. A double breasted coat that could go either way. Um, a slim Japanese flannel pant. A modern bomber jacket. So I mean, yeah, there are pieces that that could go either way. And I mean, I guess depending Although, on. They had one picture that I didn't understand. I guess the the jackets were the same that they were wearing. And the guy was wearing, you know, a pair of pants and a t-shirt. Right. But she has what looks like a jumpsuit. A very cute jumpsuit. I want very, that. Yeah, it's very yes. cute. But so I, I don't think that's what it is. They're it. both wearing the same jacket. It's just the jacket is yeah. the same. Yep. Yeah. 
Well, check it out. I mean, actually, that jacket looks cute. I'd like to go try that out. Okay. Okay. You Maybe can. I need to go. I haven't been to Banana Republic in a while. I haven't either, actually. Okay. Well, um, when we get back, we will be comparing more looks and trends and fashions. Next up is Whose Look Is It Anyway? Don't go away. Welcome back. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Where are you shopping? Are you out hitting markets today and art fairs? It's that kind of day. It was snowing last night. Did you see the snow coming down? Uh, when I actually was out, it was raining. Yeah, it turned to snow. It was yeah. kind of pretty. As long as it didn't stick. It Probably pretty. not our finest moment to get a puppy as it was snowing. Well, but that's what we did no. last night. Larry has <laughs> joined the family. Yeah, we have a new puppy named Larry. Yeah, and we got so home cute. and I'm like, wow, we're going to puppy train in the snow. Yeah, it is not like probably <laughs> like if one really sits down and thinks Literally. about it, spring would probably he, be a more he, ideal but time. we rescued and we've been yes. looking for a while and he's from Underdog Rescue in Minnesota, they have they've been awesome to work with. Such a nice organization, and um, you know, dogs need homes all year round. That's right, and he's so cute. And so I never knew that I was going to have another grandchild, a grand puppy, <laughs> a yes. grand puppy. This one's got four legs. Yeah. So now I have a whole new kind of shopping to learn. Yeah. I will say this: um, I have been to uh, PetSmart this week, and I have a friend, former Target executive, who uh, went to work for PetSmart recently, moved to Arizona to work for them and help them. PetSmart is wanting to kind of rebrand oh. and re-energize and maybe Targetify oh. their brand. Ooh, and I, I think text, you just coined a word. Yeah. I, te- I texted her and I said, wow, do they need you? Because <gasps> that is not a pleasant oh, shopping experience. Really? I'm sorry. I have I'll not do been respect. in a pet in a long time. Oh my. Well, it just could be so much better. There are better stores around yeah but i mean you know PetSmart does classes and like there are lots of i mean they've done a good job i feel like of making themselves a community hub Uh you know like people were there doing obedience training and stuff like that but it's just like they could just make it so much cuter shape it up a little bit yes well what cuter leashes cuter beds all that stuff well speaking of cute it's that time to take a look at a few trends and decide Whose look is it anyway? She's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? I want to start with Selena Gomez. Oh. Or Selena Gomez. What did Selena Gomez do? Because, I mean, it's what everybody would like to do, but doesn't. But she did it as a fashion statement. What's that? She wore... An outfit with a rather large belt that she just left unbuckled. Right. It's perfect Thanksgiving outfit. Why should you buckle (laughs) it and have to not be able to breathe? Just leave it unbuckled and call it fashion. Kind of funny. I thought it yeah. looked a little on the She's ridiculous just got side. Like, it's like a menswear black belt that's yep. just hanging there. Yep. Hanging down looks like she just walked out of the bathroom. Well, <laughs> and, forgot, and forgot to buckle her belt. Yeah. And I wonder how many people, maybe because it's Selena, they didn't say anything. But I wonder, like, if you came out of the bathroom and I saw you, I'd say, you forgot to buckle your belt. Right on. And do you think you because would. it's Selena? And I'd Selena, say, oh my gosh. Yeah. Do you think they just didn't say it? 
And I mean, I, if that is a trend, then I'm sorry. We're really reaching back. I just, I don't. I feel like that is one of those um, don't do what you see the celebrities do on the red carpet kind of moments. Yeah. Unless she, Hope feels differently. Let's gauge. Hope, were you going to be wearing your belts unbuckled? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that, Hope. I knew you had better taste good. than that. Yes, thank You're you. You're a good litmus test. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just in case we're really misguided. I just, no. I, I just mm-hmm. don't understand it yeah i mean right it just it, it looks silly it's kind of silly yeah okay so i would say forget that <laughs> um her her the top that selena's wearing is kind of that mustard yellow yeah, gold yeah, that we're favorite. seeing everywhere and j-lo was out in a oh, similar God. color oh, but yeah it is not uh, they called it gold and it is it's kind of shimmering gold but it was the kind of gown that if somebody said to me okay pick out a gown because you're going to a ball I wouldn't have to even look twice. I would take that dress. It is, I mean, she a lot of times wears very form-fitting things, and she can because Mm -hmm. she's J-Lo. That is right. But this was not. But yet it was absolutely elegant looking. Um, It's just a strapless column gown. It's by Reem Accra. And it has a bow in the back that just goes from the... um, Top of the dress yeah. all the way down. Looks like a present. Go. Just glamorous as could be. She wore her hair up with it and just little diamond earrings, maybe not so little, and a statement necklace. But I, I just thought it was stunning. I didn't realize she's got another movie coming out called Marry Me. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I've heard about that. Have you? Um, she has got the best um, poser face. Oh, I mean, she the knows way how to she, do it. Oh my I've God. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Have the you ever way tried she, to it's do like it? She just can let her face go yeah, kind of like she doesn't hold, she just lets it go loose. And she does something with her mouth. And, and there's just, just a little, she's like a cross between like surprised and slightly annoyed. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what are you doing here? Why are you taking my picture and again? Just, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. Yeah, But yeah. I mean, it is just a stunning out yes it is i saw um reese witherspoon it is it is i love i mean i'm loving the ramp up for reese witherspoon and jennifer aniston show has anybody seen it it began does anybody have apple tv no i heard heard the reviews were not awesome but it doesn't matter because it's i mean it started yesterday yeah but you know the thing is you can get apple tv right now but they don't have a lot of programming yeah. How much does it cost? Four ninety nine, five dollars a month. Oh. So Which, I could get it and have binge to, the whole thing well, and then cancel. Drop it? Well, you have to have an Apple TV. Oh. You can't just watch it. <laughs> oh, forget it. But supposedly, and I'm still not clear on this, even with all of my research. Yeah. If well, Jennifer Aniston was on with Ellen one day and she was saying if you buy a new not that you're going to go out and buy a new phone or ipad just for this reason but if you do you get a free subscription oh sure so on ellen of course they gave everybody um the new 11 phone oh my yeah good what to be good in ellen's audience show yes. up but yes. what i was gonna say is um reese witherspoon who is fun to follow on instagram still as of last week had a few more followers than jennifer aniston but i'm sure jennifer really? will take over well reese is so active on social yeah. and has so many things going she, on she got her so fast but jennifer. she yeah 
Right. She did a little video of her week of her media blitz oh, in New right. York. And she was like joking. This this is how it comes back to J-Lo. Reese was joking about how she used to pose. And she was like imitating herself as like a perky, young, you know, early 20 something with like both of her hands on her <laughs> hips and standing at attention. And it's just yeah. kind of funny how she's oh, evolved. Have to check that but it out. showed both of them like taking over the desk at Good Morning America. Oh, right. And... Um, um, interviewing Jennifer Gail. Aniston was on Stephen Colbert and had a fabulous dress on, a black I dress. I saw that dress that hung longer in front and back, but you uh, you unclip it, take and it, it off, and make it a cape. a cape. Do we know who did? Prada. Oh, that was a yeah, great it was dress. A, yeah, I, I want like that it. dress. And the cape looked good on Stephen Colbert as well. It did look well. good on him. He looked like a magician. Did you also notice how Jennifer Aniston could not stop playing with the cards on yes, his desk? He, it was hilarious. He commented on yeah, it. Yeah, it was very funny. Well, anyway. I don't know. Maybe someday we'll see the show. Okay, we're not done. We will be back with another hour. We'll take your questions and talk shop with you. We'd love to know where you are today. That's next on Shop Girls. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. Podcasting is my favorite way to connect with people, but traveling comes in at a close second. Travel lovers, meet the U.S. Bank Altitude Connect Visa Signature Card. With this credit card, you'll get four times points on travel, including gas and EV charging stations, and five times points on prepaid hotels and car rentals when you book directly through the Altitude Reward Center. And no matter where in the world you are, you'll get two times points on groceries, dining, and streaming, with a $30 annual credit for streaming services, too. Visit usbank.com slash altitude connect to apply and learn how you can earn 50,000 bonus points. You deserve a credit card with more and more travel rewards. Apply to become an Altitude Connect card holder at usbank.com slash altitude connect. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.